Hi everybody, my name is Ashley. And I'm Mark. And we work at the Free Spirit Collective, which is a integrative psychology and wellbeing centre here in Dubai. And this is our podcast, Say It Out Loud. And all we're trying to do is break down the basics and help dispel some myths around mental health and wellbeing. And it's really short because we know that life's busy and who wants to listen for a, a podcast for an hour and we're going to condense it down for you in 10 minutes. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Um, we are up to episode 14 um, and today we are talking about fear. So, Ashley, what on earth is fear? Where do you start? Good question. <laughs> no, I really love that, um, and you know the movie Inside Out, the oh, kids' movie. I love that yeah. film. And how they presented fear as one of the basic emotions, I just loved everything about it. It's so clever. So if you haven't seen it, oh my God, that's watch a great, it. Yeah, and fear, the little lilac-coloured character, is just it's brilliant, encompasses the, or encapsulates the emotion so well. That that film, sorry, I guess, the, there's the music at the start with the, like the volcano, and it's mm-hmm. just the most like I cannot get that song out of my head for about a month <laughs> after it but the film is just so amazing yeah it really, is it's oh, so lovely it. it's really clever um, so yeah fear like interestingly we're only ever born with two fears in life mm-hmm. I told this to my mum the other day and even <laughs> as I was saying it it is really fascinating as a baby you know you come into the world and you're born with the fears of loud noises understandably yeah. and then falling when you're a bit older you're starting mm. to toddle around but then you think about that in terms of people that then grow older and they have like different phobias or yeah. they're fearful of um, you know social events or mm. there's a million things that we can be fearful of but you think about where that comes from it's like imprint from life and your environment growing yeah. up and you can develop different types of fears um, but in the deeper sense it is one of those huge emotions that can surface mm. of course when you're running away from a saber-toothed tiger <laughs> like that kind of fear but there's also that fear that arises you know if you stand in front of a room full of people and mm. to do a public speech or presentation and you get a mind blank there's mm. that fear in the pit of your stomach that rises up and you know so of course it's something we all experience and it's a very personal thing and can be in so many different ways but it's just interesting to think about when we're a little child Mm. you know how it can develop when if you've got a parent who can sometimes maybe be a little bit over cautious and it's like careful 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 and then they become pretty scared of everything yeah yeah I think that's really encouraging as well in that I loved it like the imprint of that Mm. life leaves on you and that it's a learnt behaviour I think that always provides a sense of hope Mm -hmm. I've got a really uh, like jellyfish oh my god the (laughs) phobia like yeah I just I cannot stand jellyfish Mm -hmm. and um, yeah anyway this is personal therapy now but (laughs) But I think just going back to it it, the, the sense that I can change just because I have a phobia or a fear of something doesn't mean that I have to be stuck with that and I think yeah. that can be like really powerful in coaching maybe mm. to kind of you know to really kind of unpick it and say that this wasn't always the case yeah you know there were a time that you know we all would have embraced maybe what we were fearful of mm. at a different time or we could have done but yeah it's just heartening I think mm. 
But then also, like you were saying about um, that, I mean, it's so interesting. I know so many people as grown-ups were terrified of cats, but it's because their parents were scared of cats. So, yeah. You know, it can be like a generational thing. Mm. And just before we move on, like, do you know where the fear of jellyfish came from? <laughs> Back into the therapy. I know, I'll put you on the spot here. Um, yeah, I do. I was in, um, I was in the in the US somewhere. I can't one hundred percent remember where. Um, uh, we drove from Florida to Texas for some reason, and it took like days. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it was somewhere along that road trip, and we went in the sea, and it was really Aww. rough, and it was full of jellyfish, mm-hmm. and I didn't even get stung. My brother did, which I found hilarious. Um, <laughs> nice. It was just the fear of being like surrounded by them yeah. and like the like these tentacle things. And I was like, oh, I just mm. so now I see it, it just makes me like, I don't mm. know. Um, you shrink. can't see Mark, but you comes yeah. up into a little ball shape there. <laughs> and now, uh, yeah, on the floor crying. So I let Ashley continue whilst I compose myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and that's at least you can see where it comes from. And if you ever chose to, you could do work around, like you said, hopeful that it's something you could possibly eradicate yeah. in the future. So come on then, if I've, <laughs> if I've shared my, my jellyfish experience, yeah. tell us uh, yeah. for you. Okay, so I have to be, I suppose, quite honest and transparent here. I feel like I had quite a kind of fearful, anxious personality quite a lot of my adult life, mm. you know, for different reasons and different ways that it would kind of manifest but I think the most recent example I can think about is the fear I had around the decision I made about leaving teaching Mm. so I was in a really secure job you know really um, great environment great management team really looked after I mean it's a hard job don't need to talk too much more about that but you know it was definitely um, a good place to be and I'd also been a teacher for 14 years um, but I just knew there was something else I had to cut there was more inside of me in terms of well-being that I wanted to share and different things anyway some of my friends when we were younger used to laugh at me because I would be nervous to even cross the road myself like mm. you know so I had the fear of this really small thing but to do something so giant to hand in my notice to this school that so many people want to work in and everything and there was a lot of fear around it, but it wasn't just from me. It was family and friends, their fear. Mm. Although coming from a real place of love and wanting to support me and look after me, at times it kind of contributed to my own fear around this decision that I'd made. Yeah. And interestingly, the other thing that kind of made it a wee bit more fearful at times is people would say, oh, you're so brave. And I'm like, mm. why, why is everyone saying this to me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> have I done something really stupid? Yeah. But, you know, I'm so glad I did, obviously. And it, but I have to share that one of the catalysts to making our springboards to that decision was Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. Mm. Um, I actually listened to it on audiobook and the author um, narrates it and she's got this lovely, soft voice and... She sounds like the lady next door who's baked you sugar cookies when she's going to give you some advice. Like, so I listened to that like every day on the way to work that week, and then when it came to the beginning of the next week, I just handed in my notice, and that was it. Because wow. within that book, there were so many amazing takeaways. You know, and there isn't any silver bullet. It's not like you open the book and it's like here's how not to be fearful, but she gives so many examples that you can relate to it and then she also talks about you can handle it Mm. look how much you've handled up to this point in your life so whatever you're fearful about whether it be 
a relationship, a job, starting something new, whatever happens, you can handle it. So mm. I had been in this real place of like, okay, so what if you take this jump and it doesn't work? You might end up moving back to Scotland. But actually, that's a good thing because your family was there, your little niece is there, you know. Yeah. So instead of catastrophizing, I was yeah. like, you can handle whatever happens. Yeah. So yeah, that's my story. That's yeah, shout out to little Penny. Hey, I know, Penny G. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I'm interested, uh, and it's amazing, and, and it's a great um, story to share as well. And um, I'm curious, you mentioned about like family's kind of response to you leaving um, teaching. Mm. What was the, what was it like from the staff in the school that? Mm, that's interesting. It was similar in a way because, you know, like mo- lots of teachers around and lots of my friends were saying, "Oh, it's such a brave thing. You're mm. going to do great." And but then in the back of my head, I was like, "Well, why is no one else leaving? Why yeah, is it just yeah, me?" You know. Yeah. Um, so that it was so supportive. People were really kind about it and saying, "You know, it's all going to be fine." Like calming me down when yeah. I was being really fearful. <laughs> yeah. But there was also the thing like some people did say to me, oh, "I wish I could do that," but yeah. I'm a bit scared, you know. So it was it mm. did leave a space for people to be more vulnerable and honest and say, "I would like to do that too, but it's a bit scary because." So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's what I kind of heard was that sense of admiration mm. that you were, you know, vulnerable enough to take that step to really kind of embrace that. Mm. calling if, you, yeah. if that's what you you know mm-hmm. you want to call it and um yeah it's amazing that that's the the reaction but I mean this book sounds like it's had such a profound yeah. you know impact on your life and that's the beauty isn't it of of these resources and different things mm-hmm. that, that, like I mean just amazing and, and I think your books do that to, to okay. kids too as well with so. the the um character strengths and the emotions mm-hmm. it's they're so cool it's amazing but if I guess if you, either from the book or just from your own experience is there a practical kind of takeaway that that you would like to for our listeners to take away yeah um I think the main thing would be you know I always like to have an alliteration title for my takeaways but I don't have <laughs> one this week <laughs> but it sounds really basic like look fear in the eye but it's more around think of something that you've got fear around and go through the process like I mentioned before okay if, you know, like I mentioned, if I take this new job, mm. what could happen? I could, you know, end up back in Scotland. or All those things that you normally catastrophize about and you spiral around them mm. and it becomes fearful. But almost do that process in a different, like reframe it, do a different perspective from the app perspective of I can handle it. Even if it's something really small, and we've talked about this before one of the beginning episodes, like going somewhere new and oh, yeah. parking <laughs> or whatever, you know, things like that. But it's almost this fear around something. Take those steps and think about it. Just look that fear in the eye and think, yeah. how am I going to manage that? And also, I wanted to say this a second ago. You know when people say things like, that album changed my life or mm. that book changed my life? I never mm. really kind of understood that, but yeah. now it has happened twice, like Beyonce's Lemonade album, <laughs> like six <laughs> years ago, <laughs> and also this book. And it yeah. was like a really slow um, kind of marination of this understanding about feel the fear and do it anyway. It wasn't like a mic drop moment. Yeah, it yeah. was more, this really resonates and it did change my life because here I am in a totally different career and mm. recording podcasts and doing all these nice things here. Yeah. But I think I would say to someone, if you can, listen to the book or if you prefer reading, buy the book. Yeah. <laughs> or, failing that, listen to Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
always. <laughs> yeah, I'll come and join. We yeah. Can do it together. Well, we're absolutely thrilled to have Ashley at FSE. Um, <laughs> I'm very pleased that you uh, looked fear in the eye and, and took that decision. But uh, anyway, if you'd like to share some of your kind of uh, tools or, or tips to, to facing fear or just fears that you've, you've kind of faced yourself and how... Um, it's impacted you or indeed any kind of books, songs, um, <laughs> rhymes, I don't know, that have <laughs> impacted your life. It would be really lovely uh, to hear about it. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate your time. If you want to get in touch with us, please feel free to reach out either via Instagram at the Free Spirit Collective or on our Facebook page or check out our website at thefreespiritcollective.earth. From our Instagram and website, you'll find out our community events. So if you're in Dubai, it would be lovely for you to come and visit us at the centre on Happiness Street.